A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Get in the long with a bunch of demons. Do you really believe that human beings are demons? No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. <laughs> There's probably a, a balance between, I believe you have to know Christ, but... God is in hell. He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. <laughs> My mission really is to just help people of faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are gods by faith in his son... <laughs> Right, 2 Corinthians 3 7. Victory in the name which is above every name. There's no exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme law. <laughs> and... Right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name, get out here right now. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Master's Dog False Teacher of the Week, Episode 8. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. So, again, the reason I do the False Teacher of the Week podcast every uh, Saturday is uh, in the Master's Dog intro video, Somebody had kind of mentioned to me that, well, you know, I don't know everybody that's in there. I don't know what makes them a false teacher. It would really be a cool thing if you would do this. So it really was just off of the suggestion of one of the ladies in my church that said, I don't know all those people. And so I decided I'm going to go through the intro video and then we'll continue on from there. We'll, I mean, there's enough false teachers out there that we could go on and on and on forever. Um, until Jesus comes back, we could do a false teacher of the week. Um, no matter how long you think that's going to be, whether you're, you're pre-mill, post-mill, on-mill, we can do a false teacher of the week until Jesus comes back. So here we are, still right at the, just barely skimming the surface of the false teachers that are out there. We are at episode number eight, and this week we are going to be talking about a guy you've probably never heard of, but is gaining notoriety is is kind of moving up the ranks of 
uh, well-known, um, actually very well-known in the LGBTQ circles, and that is Brendan Robinson, um, Robertson. So, I, I mean, I was introduced to this guy in October of 2018 on October 15th, which apparently is coming out day. He did a live video on YouTube. I have no idea how it ended up on my timeline. I don't know if somebody shared it or, or what, but this video pops up on my timeline. And so I did a response video to that. One of my, uh, earlier podcasts before we had intro videos and stuff like that. Um, I did a response to him. He actually responded to me on YouTube, um, in the comments. I'll, I'll, I'll put the link for the, uh, the, that episode, in, in the description on this video. So, but, uh, basically this was, this was my introduction to him and it was, he horribly butchered a, um, an eisegesis of not an exegesis of the, the story of Lazarus and, uh, Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. He completely eisegeted, uh, and not just eisegesis in the fact of he's reading into, he literally put himself in to that situation and to the point where when Jesus says, uh, Lazarus come forth and he read it as Lazarus come out, um, that that was literally Christ telling him to come out of the closet um, and, you know, let everybody know that he was uh, homosexual. So that was my introduction to him come to find out i mean he's written at least five books uh you know he's got a little background on him uh so according to wikipedia he is a queer writer activist and speaker um he has a bachelor's from moody bible institute um has a master's from ilif school of theology um also has a master's in um political science uh, i didn't look up i didn't write down where that what school that came from but he is a currently a blog writer for pathos and writes for huffington post so again this is what puts him in and he's a pastor of well the pastor i was i i used the quotations quite a bit when i talked about him in the first video um and somebody told me i was the apostrophe pastor um and i was like no those are quotation marks <laughs> and uh but he he heads up a uh, social gathering of people who um, believe that they are Christian but uh, lack the fruit, uh, lack bearing fruit in keeping with repentance, basically. There's no repentance. There's, I mean, these are people that just, instead of listening to the words of Jesus who says, deny yourself, take up, my, take up your cross and follow me, these are the guys that say, indulge yourself, take up your sin, and follow the world. And so he is a, a, essentially a pretty well-known teacher in, again, LGBTQ circles, uh, not so much evangelical circles. He did start a, a movement, uh, or the Revangelical blog, Rethinking, Reforming, and Renewing the Evangelical Faith. Um, his first podcast he had was when he was 15 years old, a, a Prayer Warriors radio he had a podcast or a radio program called The Bridge 
on Moody Campus Radio, where apparently, I mean, he was interviewing some well-known people, N.T. Wright and, and so on. And so, again, uh, pretty pretty well-known um, in some circles, a uh, lot of influence, a, a good sphere of, of influence that radiates around him, um, especially in those those uh, arenas where people are, you know, in that place where they can either repent of their sin and turn and follow Christ and find salvation, or they can listen to this guy um, indulge their flesh uh, and, and take up their sin and follow the world, um, which there, where there's no salvation. Again, he's, he's creating a, a group, a following of people that at some point in time are going to stand before the Lord Jesus Christ and hear the words that nobody who believes himself to be Christian wants to hear. And those are, that's Jesus saying, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, I never knew you. you know, again, this is, this is not a man who teaches repentance. This is not a man who, who teaches to uh, deny yourself and follow Christ. This is a man that teaches that you know, God doesn't want you to change completely ignoring all the places where it talks about becoming a new creation. I mean, his, his whole premise is God made him gay. Well, God made me attracted to a lot of women that are not my wife. Does not mean I get to indulge in that sin. Again, the temptation itself is not the sin. It's indulging in that sin. It would be indulging in pornography. It would be indulging in extramarital affairs. I mean, if, if following the logic of him if God made me to where I'm attracted to more than women than just my wife, well, shouldn't I indulge in that? Shouldn't I content because that's the way God made me? Why, why should I, I follow these commandments about adultery when, when God just really wants me to be happy? Right, Brandon? Again, I, I get so frustrated and I don't know what it is about Brandon that, that frustrates me so much. I just sat and, and watched the, the video that I did two years ago, almost exactly two years ago. I mean, uh, coming up next month will be two years since my initial introduction to this guy. Uh, and listening to um, that or watching that video, I, again, it just stirred up the same frustration within me that how can you, how can you read the word of God and come away with this idea that, that God doesn't want you to repent uh, there are certain sins that, that we shouldn't repent of. There are certain things that, well, you know, just continue to do what you're going to do, right? And so, uh, again, I just, I don't, I do not get how they can do this. So, again, I mean, what makes him a false teacher? I mean, ultimately, there's, the, I guess you could call what he, he's looking at a level of, uh, I don't know if I would call it universalism. Uh, but again, there, apparently there's there's no punishment for sin. I mean, there's there's no need to if there's no need to repent, then there's no punishment for sin. And so again, it's just a, it's a twisting of the scripture. It's a um, a manipulation and a bastardization of the gospel. Uh, whereas, I mean, if if there's no need to repent, then why did Christ die? So. Would I call him a heretic? I don't know if, if a heretical um, 
again, I don't know. And again, I don't know everything that he teaches. I mean, I would assume that if you're willing to, uh, you know, compromise on what the gospel is, if you're willing to compromise the words of Christ and, and decide you don't need to deny yourself, that Jesus just wants you to remain how you are and be happy, that, you know, you're going to get into the weeds on a lot of other things. And ultimately, you're, you're moving into uh, heresy. I mean, just the fact that, that homosexuality is not a sin requiring repentance. I mean, that is a heretical statement. To say that anything that the Bible calls sin doesn't require repentance is a heresy. I mean, it literally, it, I mean, you're, we're working into heretical lands. So, so yeah, I mean, definitely, again, the whole uh, radically inclusive on his shirt. Uh, yeah, he's got a, and I can't call it a church. I cannot call it a church, a gathering. I mean, that's what it, uh, the website is, Mission Gathering or something. He's got a gathering full of people that he has convinced in some way, shape, or form, and I went through and tried to look at their statement of faith and stuff like that, and it just, it, it's weird. It's this kind of just mystical mumbo-jumbo, again, the whole rethinking of, of the, I mean, he's he's gone Joseph Smith and, and created his own uh, religion, essentially, and walking the way of Jesus, I don't know just weird stuff so um quick and easy <laughs> this is a, a guy that you need to avoid this is not a man that is is qualified to be a, a, a pastor he, he is disqualified because of his sin because of his lifestyle he is he is not qualified for eldership in the church he is not a a God, uh, minister of the gospel of jesus christ he is a, he's literally an enemy of the cross he is, he is somebody that is leading people down a path, just like a couple of weeks ago we talked about Vicky Beeching. They're literally leading people down a pathway to hell by saying, continue to indulge in this sinful activity and ignore the fact that Jesus has said that you must deny yourself, that you should become a new creation, that you are dead in your sins and in your trespasses and made alive in Christ. You know, come forth, Lazarus is not a a call to come out of the closet and indulge in your sin. Come forth, Lazarus, is a is a, a picture of what Christ does in our hearts when we are dead in our sin and we are made alive in him. We are changed. The heart of stone is removed. A heart of flesh is put in its place. We, are be, we have become new creations in Christ. And we, the old man is dead and the new man is alive. And we've, 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 cast off the the uh, the corruptible and we put on the incorruptible uh in the in the the person of Christ Jesus in receiving his righteousness and and getting that exchange where he took upon himself our sin and he gave us his righteousness and that does not include indulging in any kind of sexual sin whether it be adultery homosexuality or any other perversion uh, that Netflix wants to put out on their channel. There's a whole other story, but I had to throw it in. So uh, I hope that was helpful. Uh, Brandon Robinson, false teacher. Uh, avoid him at all costs if you do come across him. Uh, 
rebuke him and call him to repentance because ultimately, I mean, I, I know that God wants him to repent. Um, and God can use uh, anybody to rebuke um, and uh, preach the gospel to men like, like Brandon Robinson. So as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.